everyone. This is Amanda Borchel Dan. And I'm Jessica Steinberg, your host for Times Will Tell, a weekly podcast from the Times of Israel. Hello, and welcome to this week's Times Will Tell. Today I'll be speaking to Fauda creators Avi Issacharov and Lior Raz as they head to Budapest to film part of season four, which Yes Studios aims to have on screens this summer. I'll also be speaking to documentary filmmaker Owen Rosenfeld, whose 2018 film The Real Fauda looks at why this show has resonated so very deeply with so many across the globe. We'll speak about the blurred lines of art and reality in Fauda, the TV show. Let's start off with some sounds from the trailer for season four and then hear what Avi, Lior, and Oren have to say. Thanks for being with us and happy listening. I'm here with Avi Sakharov at a day of reporters and press asking questions of Fauda creators and actors. Hi, Avi. Hi, how are you, Jessica? I'm good, Avi. So tell me, what's, what, you, what can you tell us about this very long-awaited season of Fauda? Wow, it's a kind of a very complicated story. Mm-hmm. Um, the team, uh, our team of undercover uh, soldiers, warriors, is trying to find a man who's responsible for a terrible attack on the first episode. Mm-hmm. And this man is not coming from, uh, I don't know, Gaza or the West Bank, but actually his home base is in Israel. He's an, an Arab, Palestinian, Israeli, living inside the Green Line. And for that, part of this uh, story is uh, to get to know and to get closer to his sister, who's a police officer in the Israeli police and through you know getting to know her and getting to know the whole story you get to understand the bigger picture of what really happened here during the season. Okay that sounds fairly crazy and insane even for you guys. Um, How much of this if any of it was influenced by the events of last May because obviously we're in March now I assume you've been writing this for a while but given what was happening in Israel last May did that influence it at all? Actually, the last events of uh, May 2021 didn't really affect the, the script because, I mean, we started writing the script more than two years ago. And sorry it took that long, but it was very hard to find a real interesting plot for the full season. Uh, what, what surprised us is that, you know, we just took a small story of one specific family inspired by a true story that happened here a long, long time ago. We didn't expect and we didn't see it coming, you know, we are now talking in Jaffa and Jaffa was part of the of the chaos or the almost war that happened between the two people, you know, just not far from here, 
there was a lynch attempt in the life of a Jewish young guy that was walking with his dog and one kilometer from of the south it was a lynch attempt made by Jews against uh, an Arab Israeli Palestinian that was just crossing his way to Batyam in his car so it was terrible but it didn't really affect the scripts or the scripts didn't play with the reality this reality it, it does give a story about a family of uh, former Palestinians that moved to, to live in Israel and became Israeli Arabs, uh, Israeli citizens. And once upon a time, they thought that the father of the family was a wanted terrorist of the Islamic Jihad. And one morning they found themselves evacuated, taken to Israel. And they found that the father wasn't a wanted terrorist, but he was an agent working for the Israeli uh, intelligence. And with this kind of reality in which the family needs to, to face, this is what we're dealing with in this season. Okay, so you clearly found a great, something great, a kernel that you then developed into, I'm assuming will be a very fascinating storyline. What is it like? Boring. boring, boring, yeah. What is it like to be going into this fourth season what is that like for you guys it's very challenging mm -hmm. i think that more than anything else it was okay what are we going to do now is it just for you and lior yeah mm -hmm. just like now by the way you know we have the yes people here that are sitting on our neck and asking what about the fifth season and i'm like okay give me a story i'll make the fifth season it's not easy every time that you know i i keep in mind that homeland did seven season or eight season i'm like how on <laughs> earth and by the way the friends of ours uh, Howard Gordon's Alex Gantz and when we've met them is like the first question that we had is like guys how did you do it like and it, they kept it fascinating yeah. and that's the challenge here. you know it's not just about making another season you need to make a fascinating season so that was part of the challenge this is part of the reason that it took so long because you need to reinvent the wheel mm -hmm. every time every time and it's challenging it's really challenging uh, but it's fun also because of the challenge and if it would have been a challenge so it would have been boring right now what is it corona covid did that affect you guys at all in terms of as you're saying it's a delay we're just waiting patiently for the next season whenever that happens did that play into this at all no uh, what delayed also the writing is that we are not anymore just about Fauda. Right. We were shooting another show called Hit and Run. We were writing a few other shows and movies at the same time while writing Fauda. And it became way, way bigger than just Fauda. And today we, we have, Leo and I, we have a production company called Farway Road Productions. And the job is to create and to bring more interesting content from our own thoughts and brains or imagination but also from other parts of the world of people that want to work with us and this is what we do now right so of course you preempted me mazal tov on this very exciting development in your work life and do you feel a sense of freedom now that you're being told okay Avi and Lior, just sit down and come up with ideas and write it out and get it done. In a way, yes. In a way, it did allow us to become bigger, to 
wider and to have the option of dealing with a few stories at the same time or a few projects at the same time and it's fun it's really I, I thank God that allowed us to, to, to get this ability to tell not one story but a few stories and I just can hope that you know it will be very interesting stories I do have one more question for you and that is given the hit and run storyline which took you to New York as well as in Israel and given your FAUDA experience what is it like in terms of your imaginative process your creative process to place storylines elsewhere not that you can't go other places and get to know them but you guys know Israel, you know the storylines that that drew that that pushed Fauda forward. You knew these places very well. What kind of challenge is it for you when you're trying to create these other stories, these other places? It is. It's always challenging, you know, to get to write about places that you don't know. For that, you need to do good research and to have good partners. And today, we're dealing with a project about an Indian guy from outside New Delhi. We're dealing with a project about poachers in Africa. We're dealing with a project about CIA handlers. I mean, I think that at the end of the day, if you're a good storyteller, you're a good storyteller. Mm -hmm. No matter where it will be, in which language it will be, you just need to, to tell the story right. And this is what we're trying to do. And hopefully it's going to work. I'm here with Leo Raz talking about the fourth season of Fauda, which we're all excited to see what it's going to be. And he gave me a little bit of an insight scoop of what it's going to be about based on this kernel of a story that you guys found in the news and then taking that and running with it about a Palestinian family that essentially became Israeli. Am I getting that right? Yeah, you do. It's, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's about a woman, um, Arab from West Bank, whose her family came to Israel, live in Israel, as an Israeli. She wants to be Israeli, full, full Israeli, going to the police, uh, be part of the police, an officer in the Israeli police. But then something is happening, and all her life is changing in a bit. So... It's a very different kind of look for you guys in terms of the storyline and filming. Took, can you tell us where filming took place in a couple of the locations? Yeah, we're filming in uh, the story going to be in Lebanon, in Jenin, in Israel, uh, and also in uh, Brussels. Not Brussels, in, 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 in Belgium. Oh. So we're going to shoot, uh, we, we, from here we're going to shoot in Budapest. Avi said, of course, you guys were writing this before the events of May that took place in Yafo, very nearby. But of course, what you're writing about, then, art imitating reality. Were you done writing by the time things started blowing up here in May? Yeah, yeah. We, 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 were, no, we, were, we were writing. We, we, sti- we were writing till the end, till starting of the shooting. But uh, we didn't change anything because we're talking about a small story about one person that reflecting everything and everyone on this and the Israeli Arab Israeli society but but yeah it was very hard to see to watch what's happening here in Israel the huge hate the big how it's very easy to make people hate each other in a second even though that they are neighbors so it was hard for everyone and for us for sure and then what happens on the set between actors and creators in terms of when there's such tension going on I mean, you guys are a team, but meaning how do you deal with it? There were no tension with uh, Arab actors. 
we all, you know, we're all good friends. We all like we live in a bubble of creativity and love, and 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 we're trying to bring the best and to find the the best in in the person that we are with. And we are dealing with people, not with nations here. So this is what we're doing, and 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 it's just uh, lovable. It's like a, it's it's amazing place to be while shooting. It's like the most amazing place to be in the Middle East. It's a good thing. What about this Palestinian show? They call it the Palestinian Fauda. Have you seen it? I haven't seen it. I'm, I wish them good luck. Um, <laughs> it's, hard to, it's hard to see it. I haven't been able to see it either. Oh, yeah. and they call it Fauda, but uh, I, I wish that they would portray the Israelis the same way that we're portraying the Palestinians. Mm-hmm. Right, of course. They see it a little differently, and that's the ongoing conversation about that. You know, someone just said to me yesterday about the situation in Ukraine and the war, they said, we really just need Fauda to go in there and take care of the situation. Yeah, I'm getting many messages on my Instagram, why are not there solving the problem? <laughs> but we right. are just uh, actors and artists. Well, we wish you a lot of luck with this new season. And filming is going on now for how long? A few weeks and then we wrap. Okay. Enjoy it. Thanks. Thank, thank you so much. Shalom, dear listeners. This is Daniil Hartman. And I'm Yossi Klein Halevi. Together we host the podcast For Heaven's Sake from the Shalom Hartman Institute. These have been some of the most challenging days for me personally, for Israel, and for the Jewish people. And one of the ways in which I've gotten through this is that I found solace and meaning through discussions with my dear friend and study partner, Daniil Hartman. And I hope that the Times of Israel listeners will join us as we continue to tackle the pressing questions facing the Jewish people here at For Heaven's Sake, which has become the number one Judaism podcast. Well, Daniil, I'd also like to recommend the Identity Crisis podcast hosted by our colleague and friend Yehuda Kurtzer. It's a series of fantastic conversations with leading figures in Jewish life, thought, and culture. You know, for decades, the Hartman Institute has been a preeminent destination for Jewish ideas and learning. Now you can access Hartman Ideas on these chart-topping podcasts at shalomhartman.org forward slash podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll privilege to help guide you through these challenging and even unsettling times. So now I'm here with Oren Rosenfeld. He is a documentary filmmaker. Uh, one of his films, he's got a whole bunch that he's working on right now, but his a 2018 film is called The Real Fauda, which was Oren and his working partner, Jane Corbin, right? She's your working car- uh, partner, Oren? Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. On that film? So you yes. guys went behind the scenes of Fauda to find out why the thriller series is such a hit in Arab countries with talking to a bunch of different people. But when it comes, and you're, it's funny, the real Fauda never, your documentary really never goes away. It keeps on living its life uh, beyond its original BBC platform uh, because people are just always interested in Fauda. Would you say that's correct? Yeah, definitely. I mean, there's something really uh, in- intriguing to people about it. it. And it's everybody. It's Jews, it's Arabs, it's people that even, you know, Chinese that I meet, it, it's like, it's gripping. Fauda managed to to touch many people. I don't know why, but there's something gripping about, uh, you know, the conflict here, but especially when it's portrayed in 
in such a way. I think uh, Avi and Lior, the creators, managed to, well, you know, humanize the the, the this conflict, bring it to to life in in ways that you know they're not very comfortable. To, it's not a very comfortable thing to watch, but it's definitely you know everybody can can relate to it, and, and pe- people take it to different places. My Palestinian friends, you know, uh, they, they some of them like it, some of it, some of them hate it. They they think it's you know, it's trying to whitewash the you know the occupation. I, I hear different different you know voices, and then I have a friend in Gaza, you know, that said he loves it, and the Hamas version is uh, version is not as good, and you know, so I I keep hearing really uh, many things about it. It's definitely living on, Fauda. So do you, how many times do you think you've presented it to other audiences around the world? Uh, I've been with it in Poland. It was translated to Polish. And then I had a, 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 a bit of a Q&A after. It was uh, very intriguing. The, the, I mean, even in Poland, they, they asked really good questions and, and seemed to be very in tune with the uh, you know, events here on the ground in, in Israel. Uh, I think the the world today and the internet is you know information and news travels really fast as opposed to what it used to and and people are connected to the israeli palestinian conflict uh by twitter by other means and 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 they know what's going on here so fauda is bring really bringing it home to them uh visually and and intrigues them on, on many different levels do you think now, of course, one of the things that I was discussing with Lior and Avi is that they now have this production company, this this is it, they're free to only work on TV series and films, and they're doing that. They've got a show they're planning in India, they have one about CIA handlers, um, something else that's taking place somewhere in Europe. And of course, what has really struck, as you said, people about Fauda is it brings the reality into fiction, you know, art imitating reality, reality imitating art. Where do you see that, uh, both as an Israeli, as a filmmaker, as someone who really delved into the subject of this series? Do people like watching something that feels so real? Or is it that there is fiction layered on top of it, and that makes it easier to watch. What do you think? That's a very good question. I mean, I, I do documentaries. I don't. I, I deal with reality, and reality is, is uh, you know, it's not easy, especially when it comes to this uh, to this conflict. But I found that with Fauda, it, it, it dances on that very you know uh, thin line between the two. And then in, in my documentary, the real Fauda, part of the reason we called it the real Fauda, is because it wasn't very hard to leave the set, the behind the scenes of the set, and to and to jump into reality. The connection between the two is 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 really interesting. And uh, you know, one day we're 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 filming on the set. The next day we're filming with the actual unit. The movie that the series is based on. The next day we're in a refugee camp with uh, with two armed uh, Palestinians. A day later, we're with Zacharias Beatty, who is now, you know, this uh, very famous guy. He was famous at the time, but he was free uh, with all the jailbreak and all that. And uh, yeah, I think people like watching Fauda because it does bring, you know, bring to life 
the reality, but in a way that they can, I guess, handle <laughs> uh, without too much. Uh, it's not entertainment, but it's definitely uh, on the verge of, of you know, of, of old-fashioned, uh, you know, uh, uh, war uh, movie. War movie. Uh, it's not entertainment. That's interesting. Yeah, I mean, it's not. In, you don't leave. You know, you don't stop watching it and feel okay. I'm, I've been entertained here. I think you're you're learning. People learn from this. You know, you can learn uh, tactics from this fighting tactics you can learn about human nature you could learn about the conflict uh i think uh you can learn a lot from this it's not entertainment it's actually educational that's a really interesting way of thinking about it you know uh lior said to me well actually we were we were someone had said to me that uh that Basically, you know, we need Fauda to go into Kiev, to go into Ukraine now, and to take care of the situation. And Lior said to me, yeah, that is all over my Instagram and Twitter feed. People commenting that, you know, that the crew, that the Fauda, the Fauda team needs to go in there and take care of business. And I thought, okay, if that's not a blurring of reality and fiction, you know, I don't know what is. It's this hope and desire that people have for the team that always wins to go in there and make it all better, right? Yeah, well, you know, the or always reminds me of, uh, you know, of um, Bruce Willis and Die Hard, you know. <laughs> the good guy always wins, no matter what happens. 30 terrorists, the building is taken over. He's always going to find a way to, to win. And I think when people ask them about the Ukraine, I think they're hoping that, you know, that he'll go in there and, and win and and. But yeah, super interesting. He's, uh, I think Lior is this Bruce Willis, you know, this generation's Bruce Willis. This generation's diehard. They even resemble each other in a way. So Yeah, yeah, the bald head. Interesting. The yeah, the bald hat. head, uh, the tough guy, uh, you know, there's always a gun at hand. There's always, you know, they always win. And uh, With a sweetness, a sweetness inside that, you know, you have to dig inside to get to it, right? Definitely, definitely. Yeah, like uh, we mentioned, you know, the Fauda is a very uh, local story. You can't really take it into another reality. You can't do Fauda in, you know, Northern Ireland or Fauda in, in, in Kashmir. It's a very local uh, thing, the Israeli-Palestinian conflict. There's nothing like it, really, uh, in the world. And I think that's what makes it unique. Also, I mean, it's I don't I don't see it really being ad adopted as it is um, to other countries. Although, who knows? Yeah, <laughs> what can happen? But um, I'm looking forward to seeing you know the next uh, season. It was great to to make this documentary and and to film with the actual unit. And, and, and a funny anecdote was that you know we're interviewing the uh, me and my partner you know, Jane Corbin we're interviewing the commander of the unit at the time and he says yeah send uh, regards to Lior Navi there we just saw them last night they came to the unit and uh, you know and, and had a presentation and uh, of the movie of the series to us so <laughs> all so embedded it's all so real you know that's where I, we came with the thought the real Fauda because it's just real it's a reality here that we live in, that the Palestinians live in, that we live in. It's unfortunate, but 
I think it's good that it's getting a, a, a different, you know, stage. Let's see. If Hamas is copying it, then it must be good, right? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much for all your words about the real Fauda. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thanks again to Avi Sakharov, Leo Raz, and Oren Rosenfeld for speaking to me about the making of Fauda Season 4 and the resonance of this oh-so-popular thriller TV series, which should be on your TV screens this coming summer. Thanks for being with us. Have a good week. Thanks so much for listening to Times Will Tell from the Times of Israel, and thanks to our producer, Gilad Brownstein. Please subscribe wherever you find your podcasts and check out our daily briefing news show every Sunday through Thursday. Like what you hear? Consider rating us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify to spread the word. Until next week. Shalom. Shalom.